Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for this morning. So today we are still in John chapter 3. We're inching closer to that famous verse, John 3.16. We've been talking about Nicodemus, Israel's teacher, who comes to Jesus at night. And he, uh, he has some questions. And Jesus tells him, you must be born again. You can't really understand what that means. Um, And so yesterday we talked about Israel's teacher knowing about God, Nicodemus here, but not maybe knowing God. Because Jesus says, we speak to you of what we know and what we have seen. And so the implication here is that although Nicodemus knows a lot of information, he knows a lot about the law and the prophets, he would have been well studied in the Torah Jesus is pointing him to knowing God. This is where this birth of the Spirit comes from. This is where this life in the Spirit comes from, is actually from God. And so I'm going to read what we read yesterday and just add a little bit more. It's kind of an obscure reference to us. It would not have been an obscure reference to Nicodemus. You're Israel's teacher, said Jesus. This is verse 10 I'm reading through verses through verse 15. And you do not understand these things? Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and we testify to what we have seen. But you people still do not accept our testimony. I have spoken to you of earthly things and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came down from heaven, the Son of Man. Now here's the new part. Just as Moses lifted up a snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. Now this reference to us is obscure. Numbers chapter 21, if you want to look it up later. But what happened in Numbers chapter 21 is kind of same old story. Israelites are traveling through the wilderness. They start to grumble. They start to complain. Food is terrible. We don't have water. We're going to die out here in the wilderness. Moses, why did you bring us all the way out here to die? So God sends serpents in the camp. Not really sure I understand how that all comes about, but that's what the text tells us. And the serpents start biting people and people are dying. So God says, here's what I want you to do. I want you, Moses, to take a serpent, make it on a bronze pole, hold it up. Whoever looks to this, it's kind of a a look of faith, right? Will be healed. We still see this. Every time you see an ambulance drive by, go to a hospital, you see the snake on the pole. This is where it comes from. Scripture. 
Numbers chapter 21. And so Nicodemus would have known this. He is a teacher of Israel. He knows the old law and the prophets, the Torah, if you will. He understands this reference clearly. Jesus, it's not obscure to him. It's obscure to us maybe because we don't read our Bibles as much as maybe we should. But Numbers 21, Nicodemus registers. But here's the thing. The Son of Man being lifted up. This, this is not supposed to bring freedom and healing. I mean, putting someone on a cross is not in and of itself a way to freedom. And this is the stumbling block that has tripped people up, Paul says. Some people, it's, it's, it's life and salvation. And others, it's a stumbling stone they can't get past. Like, like how does Jesus dying on this cross liberate me? How does Jesus being raised up actually set me free? How does it heal me like this serpent in the wilderness healed the people that looked at it in faith? And that is the stumbling stone because so many times we want to make Christianity into just another thing, just like everything else in our world. We want to make it into a works-based religion where maybe if we just do enough, we want to make it into this idea of, hey, if I just can be morally pure enough, we, we want to make Christianity into like everything else we do. That somehow you have to earn it, somehow you have to uh, work for it, somehow we have to deserve it. And what Jesus is saying and what John will say all throughout his gospel is you want to know when God is glorified, it's when Jesus is raised up on a cross. And that does not compute. It just does not compute because the people wanted a Messiah who would lead them against Rome, who would conquer, who would overthrow, not a Messiah who is going to be killed, who is going to surrender to death, even the most humiliating death, death on a cross. And this is the paradox of faith, that it is actually in Jesus' weakness that God's strength is revealed, that God's power, his resurrection power, uh, his life is revealed when Jesus surrenders to death, as Paul says in Philippians, even death on a cross. And so Jesus says, just like Moses lifted up that snake and they looked at it and they were healed, so when I am lifted up, Everyone who believes in me will have eternal life. I think the problem, if we're just real honest, is that many of us don't want that kind of Messiah. And this was the problem for the people of Jesus' day. That we don't get the paradox that it is in losing our life that we find it. That it is in dying, as the old prayer by St. Francis uh, of Assisi says, or at least credited to him, it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. It is in Christ's death that we are set free. It is in Christ dying that, that we receive good news, that we are healed. So, it is in the death of Christ, it is in Christ being raised up, that ultimately our freedom exists. Now, that takes faith. That takes a look of faith. And, and as we said yesterday, it doesn't have to be a huge leap of faith. 
It's not just a leap into the dark. Like God gave us reason. God gave us brains. God has given us the ability to think about these things. But it does take at least a mustard seed, a leap, to look to this one who has been raised up on a cross and to believe that this dying, crucified Messiah is our healing. And so, Jesus is telling this to Nicodemus. We're not sure when he got it. We think he got it because at some point when Jesus died, he went looking with Joseph of Arimathea for Jesus' body to bury him, John's gospel tells us. And so we think, we think Nicodemus got this, but it can be a stumbling stone for all of us. And so I want to say today um, that it is in putting our faith in this crucified Jesus, who also was raised to new life, obviously, that we are healed. So many of us are looking for healing in so many things. I mean, we just need the latest thing. We need the best thing. We need the most things. We just need stuff. We want healing psychologically. We want it emotionally. And, and all of those disciplines are not bad things. It's good to be healthy physically. It's good to be healthy emotionally. It's good to be healthy psychologically. But ultimately, we will be at peace when we are at peace with God. And this is what Jesus is saying. Uh, just like those people in the wilderness looked at this serpent and they were healed. If you will look at the one who has been crucified for you, you will be healed. You will find peace with God. And that will be, bring peace with other people. It will bring contentment. It will bring hope. It will bring joy. It will bring love into your life. And your whole existence can be changed by this crucified Messiah. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day. Thank you.